the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we'd love to sit and talk gardening with you. Uh oh, Trace is bringing well, us pretend, a question. Yeah, pretend we ignored Trace. Okay. Yeah. 210-308-8867. Does she want to be on the air? You want to talk for her? Oh. Can we hear? Uh oh. China Berry. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. No, I don't think that's a china bear. Uh-oh. It's a soap bear, I think. We got a debate going. All right, well, here, guys. So, somebody, okay, well, I'll, I'll just talk to them. 210-308-8867. While they're answering the question off the air, I will tell you that uh, you can give us a call and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. Thanks to everybody that came out yesterday. We had a great time at the uh, Birds of Prey uh, presentation. They uh, always do a good job. Yeah, they do. And um, uh, Educational and entertaining. Yeah, actually, they... And plus, it's, a, it's, a, it's such a neat, a good cause. And it was a kids' gardening thing too. But you know, that's one of those things where the parents yeah. bring the kids because they want to, they want to see it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, we we always have to match up the kids at the end because the parents get so in, <laughs> involved in the activity. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. I better get my it's kids. It's for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, hey, listen, it's a great day to come on out to the nurseries. Uh, the skies are clear. It's not too hot just yet. Uh, it much, seems much more comfortable this morning. Yeah, than it did yesterday. Yeah. I don't know why. And that is hazy, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe the humidity is lower. Um, they, the forecast yesterday that I saw said it would be 102 today, but then in the paper today it was, uh, it says just get to 100 is all. And do we have particulates in the air? Are we getting smoke or dust or something from somewhere? I, I haven't noticed any. That look, every time I check, it's uh, there's been pretty good levels. Oh, good. Okay. Now, except the ozone really high. Well, maybe that because uh, you know normally if I drive down Blanco, um, I can see downtown, and so we drove down Blanco yesterday. What'd that turn out to be, Jerry? I think it's a soap bear. Well, yeah, it's definitely not a. Uh, did you see the tree? It looked kind of. Yeah. Kind of soap kinda, bearish. Yeah, yeah, not very. What? Let's see, kind of straggly, or mm-hmm. but a good uh, native plant that people overlook a lot. Yeah. Huh. It's strange because it does look like uh, china berry a bit, mm-hmm. but and the berries look like it, but the 
The birds like the soapberry. They don't much care right. for the chinaberry. Right. And the uh, chinaberry is always grows so fast, and it's another one of those great big ones that's going to fall on your house or your fence. Or Johnson City Joe's going to call in. <laughs> he like Chinaberry. Oh, huh? he was the president of the Chinaberry uh, Fan Club. There you go. Yeah. Does he still maybe? All, all two or three members. <laughs> that was both of them. Uh, I think and he was. Cold, they just, they cold, take turns. Vice president one year, uh, president the other, vice president. And they're uh, co-members of the uh, Rutabaga Club, too. <laughs> oh, are they? You, you let them in? Oh, well, man, when you don't have any members, you don't have much choice. <laughs> What's the Earl Campbell? He went not in a class by himself, but uh, it didn't take very long to call roll at the uh, at the Rutabaga Club. Okay. All right, 2-1-0. Well, Milton brought us another watermelon today yeah, and I was celebrate getting, the 4th. I didn't have enough time to get the uh, the yellow one or the oh. orange one, so I'll have to do that get, next week. That, you have to get there earlier or get the orange? Is that? No, I just was running late. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Oh, so you said just give me the fastest? No, no, I got this yesterday. It's been oh. in the fridge all day. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why it's so cold yeah. and good. Yeah, cold watermelon is so delicious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very refreshing. Good for you, too. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's mostly water or a little sweet, but it's got some vitamins in it. Yeah, lots of fiber. I thought you were threatening to bring one of those non-GMO melons today. Oh, no, again, not enough time. Oh, okay. Next, Maybe next week. So I, I had to eat that GMO watermelon? You knew better. You told us about it. Did you see any seeds? Don't be giving me green. Yeah, there's seed in there. Oh, okay, well, then this is clearly not a, a GMO watermelon. Well, yeah, it's less seed. Oh, okay. They don't advertise that at the AGB. I know it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what. Well, you're... what 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 doesn't what you don't know doesn't doesn't have to hurt you necessarily. No. So people are I don't eating know. those all over town for the Fourth of July. I don't know about that. Putting them in the refrigerator, cooling them down, enjoying not spitting seat. I oh. like I like spitting seat. Yes. Uh oh, what you got there? He's, he doesn't know yet. Is this, Dennis, is this Dennis's uh, yeah, criticism yeah, of you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure criticizing criticizing you on English is the endeavor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a wasted wasted effort. It might it be is. a little bit, but yeah, you have a Den- Dennis. This is, uh, but it's a good uh, way to advertise your and promote your article on watermelon. Yeah, and he found an incomplete sentence ahead uh, in my article. Which is on plantanswers.com in the uh, monthly monthly uh, t- topics of the month, and uh, there's a sentence in there that uh, Dennis found in- an incomplete sentence. Says, well, he could have picked one on the many that is too long. I know. Yeah, I mean, why? Well, we have run-ons too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a king of rock. Jerry, Jerry is after horticultural contact, content and not uh, grammar. and uh, That's right. Or stru- sentence structure. Grammar is good. It's just sentence structure. It says, for those who love watermelon but don't want to engage in a seed spitting contest with each bite, and that's the way I ended it. Oh. No. But... Uh, Comma. It, it, it can start out 
I, I think I think it was uh, my secretary's fault for reading writing this incomplete. That darn Kathy Martinez. Yeah, I, I think it, it goes back to Kathy Martinez. That's about hmm. when uh, when I wrote this. Kath, it's it. So she, she. Oh yeah, we were talking to Mark about Kathy. Yeah, she's still going strong with uh, working for uh, Karen Guz over at Sauce. Yeah, but uh, she was a good secretary. She was wonderful. Anyway. Uh, Still is wonderful. Still is wonderful, yeah. Um, and then, then he, he he wanted me to go in there and change that. But uh, I, th- I think it's a standalone sentence, Milton. The, the people, the, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What would finish that sentence? Um, a comma and then another phrase. Yeah, right? just or... For those who love maybe a semicolon. but don't want to engage in a seed-spitting... Contest with each bite, comma, comma, seedless watermelon. Eat a seedless watermelon. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, that would work. That's what Kathy left out. Darn Kathy. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it was just you know it's just a mistake probably. The, yeah. the people have to realize that uh, all my articles mm-hmm. are. Kathy doesn't listen to the show. Years does she? Old? Really? No, not all of them. Some of them. A lot, a lot of them are. Some of so them. Cass Calvin's is weekly, so uh, he's got some, some, some later ones. But uh, the the a lot of these articles that that I have, uh, you you got to realize I was writing for the paper back before they had computers, and uh, uh, so we we would. Type it on. Uh, it was typed and ty- and corrected, and then uh, re- re-edited and then retyped and uh, on and on and on. And then we got computers, so we t- we had to t- had to re-enter the old articles into into the computer to send them over to the paper. So this this article has probably been re-entered for three, two or three times at least. So that's why Kathy made that mistake. Again, Kathy does not listen to the show, does she? No. Oh, good. Okay. Well, somebody will Just squeal. Asking. Somebody will squeal on us for sure. <laughs> Marcos. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I, I appreciate any time you're reading the uh, stains on plant answers and you find, see an obvious mistake like that, I try I try to get it corrected and, and try to make it perfect. So uh, thank you for it. It'll never happen, but uh, but he'll try. Yeah, I'll try. I'm very trying, man. <laughs> That's what people say. They they they, they say that about you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call. Mention a couple exclusives here at Mill Burgers. I'm sure uh, Trace will bring them up again, but we've got, and we have fewer. I can see from here we have fewer of the, uh, is that the hanging baskets there, of the uh, baskets of fire? Yeah, so those. No, they aren't. Those aren't right there? Not the square ones? No, the, the second one. Look, you got those there, uh, right there, the first row, and then the second one by the, is that the, those begonias? Uh, this makes for great radio. You I see? don't know which ones, yeah, it's pointing out. I had identified those as the basket of fire 
the square ones uh, yesterday. Yeah, and Trey said, said no. no. Yeah. So look at the ones that are on this side of the the best the ones that weren't basket of fire. Aren't those the basket of fire hanging <laughs> baskets? I don't know. You might be right. Radios are turning off all over the town. Well, assuming they are, we'll yeah, ask Trace. Assuming they were we have turned on all here. over the town. Yeah, somewhere. They're, um, they look like they've, anyway, the point is somebody liked those and they've, they've bought, because they used to come out all the way to the little sidewalk, and yeah. now there are, there are fewer of them. So uh, Millburgers is the only place that has that. It's exclusive to Millburgers. Because and they bought all of them. That doesn't matter how. It just matters, you know, that what, well, what is it? All the poor nurseries in the town, they're just they, left well, out in the cold. That's Speaking of out in the cold, that's one of the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the characteristics of the basket of fire uh, pepper is that uh, it will continue to uh, produce fruit when it gets chillier and colder, when other peppers have stopped. Yeah, it. Uh, you said it looks great in the fall. If you, oh yeah, the the, the deal is now it's got a, what looks like a lot of peppers on it now. Uh, or some of the baskets of fire don't are just got blooms on them now. But uh, in the fall, those things really show out. They're great for uh, decorating for Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, with pumpkins and uh, pe- mm. pumpkins and peppers. Pumpkins and peppers and peppers. A pee yeah. display. Hey, we want to remind everybody, too, that uh, Millburgers is the place to come for your uh, butterfly garden components, including the uh, the dwarf red porter weed that we've been waiting for, looking for all spring, and it's finally available now. But Calvin ravaged yesterday. Yeah, he, he, I, just, I just bought my share. Knocked down, uh, that, <laughs> knocked down that old lady who was just looking yeah, at him to see and that. Then the, uh, no. And then the uh, the larger size uh, blue-purple one that uh, was so popular last year, that's, that's there too, along with uh, tuberosa, the milkweed, the native milkweed, and also the tropical milkweed, zinnias, do you think that they sell any Sinisa here? Sinisa? Yeah. Yeah. See the basket? That woman's smart. She's getting, she's got how many? Two, four, six. I think she's got six of them in there. I think they're on sale. They are on sale. Sorry, Calvin. I just saw that. Uh-huh. Oh, man, i got to show you a picture, too. If you want to see something beautiful, uh, I was driving down Bulverde Road, uh, and when you first take a, first go outside of uh, Loop 1604, there's a, a hedge of Sinisa. Man, I'm going to show you the picture in a second. I'll hold it up to the radio, to the microphone, so you all can see it, too. Uh, but uh, <laughs> let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, thank you. So if you want to see. Where Good Lord. I know. Where is that? That's uh, right here at the corner, Boulevardy and 1604. Uh, I've seen oh, wow. it. Wow. That's one of the things about Sinisa, too. It's, uh, uh, it's not looked on as a... Uh, uh, well, you know, it's a tough xeriscape plant, but it's one of the plants that you can hedge and still get a great bloom off of it, which is kind of unusual, especially for one that's such a roughneck plant. Oh, yeah, it's tough to yeah. buy it in its native habitat. Yeah. And this one was hedged. I guess that's why you were saying that. Yeah, because yeah. it was hedged. That, to I create... think I probably saw it. It's a long hedge. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very long hedge. Yeah. And... Uh, 
so you, does that mean it's going to rain? Oh, man, it's going to rain. About the next two or three years. Huh? Uh, sometime uh. between now and 2020, <laughs> we will get rain, according so to it, So it's everything stayed blooming since the last time we talked about this? or is I'm trying it to remember. A, I think we had a little break there. But, yeah. But uh, it's certainly everything's back in bloom. The sneezes are back Which in bloom. Which means we're going to get some rain. And what do we have? We got like I'm three Wednesday. or four different kinds of sinisa. Yeah, here. we have to ask Trace what we got. We've got uh, Lynn Legacy. Do we? And is that uh, we don't know if that's uh, included in the sale. Legacy. Do we know if that's included in the sale? We'll have to check. Yeah, I, th- I think we checked and it was. Oh, okay, it is. Okay. So uh, good. If you want a different color one, uh, uh, stick with the Lynn. What do you think that is with those? I mean, that's a that's a magenta flower. Yeah, I was thinking it was more blue. I, I actually bought yeah, I two of them, blue. but, but it, oh, uh, you mean, it's a bit of lavender. You mean that? The picture, that's yeah. Amazing. What color would you say that was? I mean, it's not just the... Yeah, it's not blue like no, the No, that's a pink, more of a pink lavender. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right, 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. Oh, did you want to finish that up? No, I just got a question in he, yesterday. He, he, he okay, just we'll bro- do that in broke second. in twice. He and I were trying to finish these. I'm sorry, y'all finish. What were you talking about? You remember? We want a break. Okay, I'll give you a break. Is it time for a break? Yes, it is. We'll give okay. You, I'll give you a break real quick. 210-308-8867. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road with breaking nursery news. Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics. Low-spreading branches looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the hotter it the more this plant likes it. But it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers, so it can look good and produce fruit well into December. Again, in the 10-inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just $16.99. And Laura Bush petunias are back. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $2.99. All this at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. 
Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. With like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all. From water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website tpdtx.com call us at 210-698-9790 for texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency stat texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency stat South Texas. Al back at the station is uh, waiting for your call. In the meantime, uh, he's putting together patriotic music for you to enjoy as we come back for a commercial break. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. How are your, uh, I'm uh, looking at the Purple Martin cam right now. Uh, and uh, I see that, uh, uh-oh. They've hatched? Are they gone? No, they're not gone. I think we got hatching, mm-hmm. maybe. I can't. Oh, man. Do we have hatching? Can you see? Oh, yes. Uh-oh, we sure. got babies. Two two out of the three. Two out of the three. We got babies at the Purple Martin cam. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, my man. I'm very excited. Wow. You handing out cigars? Or <laughs> yep. Or oh, they're trying to get their footing. They look like little aliens. Um, (laughs) The Purple Martin Cam, if you Google Sportsman's Paradise online and Purple Martin Cam, you'll uh, find it. They've also got a hummingbird nest. Uh, Yeah, this is in uh, Philadelphia, I think, but it's it's in real time. Anyway, I was going to ask you, how are your your roach houses doing? Are you... uh, because remember we were talking about how beautiful they were at your house. Oh yeah. Uh, Are they doing? I, I was sitting in my watching TV in my chair, and a, a beautiful one flew over. Mm. Uh, and uh, I mean, the way they spread their wings and it really really makes an impact if they land on you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, smack you on your yeah. forehead or something. That's just the way they say they love you. Yeah. Like when they crawl on your food and start eating it and, you know. They like dog food. Yes, they do. Uh. Well, if you don't like roaches as much as Jerry or spiders or scorpions or mosquitoes, you need to call Spider-Man Pest Control and let him help you get a house that's nice and clean and free of these vermin and, oh, I said it, yeah, and pests. (laughs) 
So I know I've hurt Jerry's feelings, but uh, nice and clean. What do you mean, nice and clean? <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah, he's not going to clean the house. He's just going to make sure the <laughs> bugs. I it yeah, he's gonna, just going to make sure the bugs kill. Get rid of my uh, dog food? Is that what he? No, does? no, you get the. You don't have to worry about my your dog food. My poor dogs want to want their food. They, your dog's going to get their food, but they're not going to have to go kind of sniff and paw at it to see if the roaches come out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, give Spider Man a call if you're looking for a great pest control company that solves the problem at hand and then works on it with you to make sure that doesn't happen again. And the number, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, and GoSpidermanPest.com, your web of protection since 1976. Nobody has ever said what damage a roach causes. They cause lots of damage. What do you mean nobody has ever said? You've never noticed roach damage? Uh-uh. Well, they eat on stuff. They chew on fibers. If you've ever had packed boxes that you've left in the garage, yeah. did you see the babies? Can you see them? Oh, yet? yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, they... Uh, Mama's pecking at the egg. Is that a good thing? Maybe help them. I don't know if I can I can do the show anymore. No. I, I am... Go, I am encouraging you to go to Sportsman. Roach, Roach, Roach's poop is kind of undesirable yeah, when they leave too. it everywhere. They, yeah. they carry diseases. Where are you expecting to go to a toilet? I mean, quit it. No, they just they usually take some of your best bowls and poop in that. Yeah. Oh. Or your silverware. They yeah. seem to like the drawers. <laughs> hey, but, you know, we're talking about the... Let's change the subject. Yeah, the Martins. Uh, and these, these are just hatching... We had uh, Bart, my neighbor, uh, spotted that one of the fledglings fell out of the one of the houses this morning. So, so you know, because you never know what what can you do to help them. Uh, you uh, if you go near them, then you get buzzed by the the parents, and uh, the, you, you can't. It's, it's pro- probably not a desirable route to lower the house to put the because there's all all of these other fledglings in there but ready for action you're you're liable to have them all out so the so the best you do is just uh hope 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 that they uh recover enough to to fly into generally they don't you know if they're down if they're down on the ground and uh, unable to fly and then they'll uh track cats attention yeah that's what i was thinking so if you got cats they it's not gonna take them long before or, yeah or, or the you know, now that we get in our neighborhood, it's got caracaras flying around and oh, no. young, oh, young oh. hawks. And, yeah. But that's part of nature. Mm. The, the, that, the cycle that, of life. Just like them roaches. That indicates, though, so that uh, <laughs> at, the, uh, right. at least in uh, some of the uh, Martin houses around the, the city, the, the uh, young are c- coming out of the nest, fledging, flying trying to fly anyway and the cool thing is you can watch the uh the purple martin cam with us and uh just listen to the show now mom is sitting on the uh, egg and the two uh hatchlings what do you call them hmm. the babies yeah hatchlings okay i think okay what uh do you remind people how they can look at that just google sportsman's paradise online and purple martin house and it'll take it to you because the website is Backslash Purple Martin House, backslash dash purple dash Martin dash nest dash camp, backslash blah blah blah. Just Google Sportsman's Paradise online, Purple Martin Nest or Purple Martin Camp, and you'll see it. 
this is so cool. Those little guys, they dress all pink and they just came, they, they just they look like aliens. I've never seen little baby birds <laughs> in the nest before. <laughs> well, if you would have a sparrow cam, yeah. you, you'd have you could see them all the time. You could probably see them too when somebody went and pulled the nest out oh. and, and tossed it in the compost pile. Bummer. Calvin. <laughs> I, I, you probably could. Are you certain you probably oh, wouldn't see it around my area? took it to a different level. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, I, got, I, go got, I got a question yesterday. It said, uh, uh, my celebration Bermuda lawn has gray grass trails or roads running through it. Those little roads then die, turning yellow. It looks like someone scribbled in the lawn. Right in the middle of all these scribbles is a little turfs of green grass that look fine. Do I have insects, fungus, or what's going on? As I scan the top of the grass across the yard, it looks like the tips of the grass are turning yellow. Almost everywhere in the lawn. Thanks for your help. What did uh, on Bermuda? That's unusual on Bermuda grass. I I just got it yesterday. Yeah, there is that. uh, There is a fungus fungus. disease. Gray, yeah, Yeah. that's called gray leaf or something. Gray. I'm I'm betting that it's a fungus disease, and uh, you would control it with F-stop. The little small f, it's, and then capital S, capital T. It's strange. This is not. If you were going to describe the kind of weather that was most likely to stimulate a fungal disease like that, this would not be it. Yeah. Especially in a Bermuda grass lawn. So. Um, that's a specific fungus. Did they send the, the picture to, with it to Bermuda? Uh, they didn't send. Did they send a picture, a photo with it? No. But that's a pretty good description. I don't. I don't know exactly what they call it, but I've Some, I've seen pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, somebody and, out there will remember yeah, gray. Yeah, gray leaf something. And what what is so specific about it is that. Uh, uh, like I say, it looks like someone scribbled in the yard. Hmm. You know, it's streaks, streaks of, of, of yard. For a while, I thought they were describing uh, our friends, the, uh, oh, the Chinch ag- agricultural termites. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because they'll, they'll uh, eat. They, make, they, they have the little trails through there, and then... The, when you figure out what you got, it's just amazing how much damage they've done in terms of eating the tops of the dirt. But generally, it comes back pretty easily. But uh, yeah, that sounds like that fungus disease. Yeah. Now you would. The first question, if you if you've got somebody showing a fungus disease this time of the year, you would ask, well, how much are you watering? Mm-hmm. Uh, and is there is the water is it well drained? What is you know is it a low spot? That doesn't sound like it's a low spot. No. So, 
All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Oh, Mama Purple Martin set up a little TV, and the guys are watching. That's nice. In the Purple Martin house, she's got a little TV set. The kids are watching it. Themselves? Yeah, they're all watching. Looks like it's uh, Sesame Street. Okay. Oh. 210-308-8867. Can you slap him with your right <laughs> hand? Or do I need to take it from this side? All right. We've created well, we both, mon- a monster. Yeah, we both do it at the same time. Trey says that he's getting a lot of uh, lace bug questions. Um, yeah, he's coming right behind yeah, you. Yeah, maybe. Whoops. Hey, Trace, we hear you're getting a lot of lace bug questions. <laughs> C- come talk about that. There he is. Lace bugs have started. There you go. It's hot weather and and uh, Fa- favorite plant of choice is going to be lantana. Oh yeah. yeah, new new gold lantana. And how do you know if if you have lace bugs on your lantana? Well, you can see them, uh, but the damage looks like spider mite damage. But, right. But uh, it's not. That's kind of a Spot, spotted leaves, uh-huh. model leaves. There you uh, go. I always think of them as dusty-looking leaves, and then, of course, the, yeah. the bloom quits. Yeah, that's, almost a, that's another tip-off, is it? Yeah. The bloom quits. They're just going strong. Lantana's been great uh, this summer, but then the, they start, they quit blooming and get that dusty leaf, or what did you guys call it, the spotted leaf? Yeah, then, the spots uh, are. And then you... Uh, yeah, you have a, you have an alternate alternative. Uh, the usual thing I, was acid. I have a great preventative uh, that I I do at my house so that I don't get the problem. But you didn't like it yesterday when I mentioned it. Oh yeah, if you're a, you're, you're the question is, well the, the the debate is, and your your solution is probably a threat to butterflies. My solution was a threat, the acid that I would use it as a systemic, and I would spray. I would spray a bed that would, had showed the symptom last year, and then you would spray it before it showed up this year. So, what generally, Jerry, we would we talked about uh, June fifteenth or so. Right. But but you got to spray regularly. So my mine lasts for three or four months. So most people don't have uh, the time or the in my case the memory to do it that often. So uh, it works well for me. There you go. Mix it up. Dump it in the ground, and the plant takes care of the problem. Oh, um, you actually put it in the ground, or you spray the plant well, you, and the, the ground? The, well, you could do it two ways. There's a, there's spray versions, and there's the uh, drench. drench. Okay. So if you don't already have the problem, the drench is a great way to prevent it from happening in the first place. And you're using uh, orthene or, or a, a mid, acephate? A middle of corporate. Okay. I'm sure I mispronounced that. No, that sounds good. Now, the, what we talked about yesterday is a, another option to experiment with is uh, spinosad. It's not a systemic. And then do, do, the, uh, do that shallow uh, hedging, uh, trimming, uh, trimming uh, deadheading, basically, it is, to stimulate that new new growth. That works pretty well, and that that is probably one that's relatively harmless to the butterflies if it if it works but uh you know if it doesn't work uh 
it's uh, you lose out on all your, your bloom you're expecting, and, and of course the nectar isn't available for the butterflies. Spitzheads will take out a caterpillar, so I don't know why it wouldn't take out a butterfly too. Or the what does? Spinosad will take out a caterpillar, so I don't know why it wouldn't take out a butterfly. Well, because they're, no they're eating, uh, they're getting the nectar. Okay. Rather, it's, you know, if it's systemic, the nectar could have the, the systemic in it. If they're limiting their, and the spinosad is not a uh, long-term, yeah, systemic. And so I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be less of an impact. But, what, you, you know. What are you watching? That's the bird. That's Purple Martin Cam. He's slipping out. We have been watching this for three weeks, and all she's had is little legs there. But you see the babies? No. Can you see them? Yeah, they're, uh. they're, they're, little, they're a little pink. Yeah, here, maybe I'll turn it like that. They are pink. Yeah, we still, we still have one more egg. <laughs> don't get hooked, Trace. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's kind of a You've got to continue with the show. You don't have to worry about me. All right. Uh, hey, we got Have they proven... Yes, that uh, the systemic insecticides get into the flowers and damn kill the butterflies. No, that's just um, yeah, that's just uh, that's just one of the theories. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah, lots of theories. Well, that's one of those that you get when you write about it. How you know in the question and answers? Yeah, you write about it, and then you have somebody respond and say, "What? What about the butterflies?" And of course, you don't know the answer. Yeah. yeah, maybe, and uh, but that that's one of those dilemmas that we that you're faced with quite often in in horticulture and gardening even. Uh, you're trying to figure out the least toxic way and but an effective way to have the the landscape appearance that you want, mm-hmm. and also support the butterflies and uh, hummingbirds and everything else. Hey, I gotta, uh, on tomatoes and and vegetable crops like that, uh, they've proven with radioisotopes or however they, they prove it that uh, systemics uh, don't necessarily go into the flowers and fruit, and, and uh, but it goes into the leaves, and so. Uh, but they still don't let us use asphate on tomatoes. In California, they do. Do they? Yeah, it's 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 cleared in California. Huh. But um, on the tomato and Florida of all the places. I yeah, I was going to say yeah. Outlaw it. Hey, I've got another question uh, that came up. Uh, sent me a uh, sent me a picture of uh, Wiesatch seedlings. Of course, with the thorns this big, <laughs> and uh, the question is how how do you control it in your uh, kind of, you know kind of a I take it was a large landscape and a not a uh, manicured landscape, but and I've had the same problem and I I just mowed them I just mow them regularly and then I just take a little of the I used remedy and just give them a little s- spot spray and. Uh, but After you mow them? Yeah. That's the same chemical that's in the, the uh, cut vine stuff. Yeah. And I was I, I told them that I was going to check here at Millburgers because I think there's some alternative. There's uh, three or four products there that use that same active ingredient. Yeah, they're all the, yeah. There's yeah. the bonide one and the fertilizer one for sure. And that, there might be one other one in now, there. Now, if, ha- if you had enough ambition and time, the inclination, you could go 
brush every one of those, but I mean, it, it looked like there was about 35, 40 stems. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I had great, I had good, pretty good luck with bamboo, and I thought, and I've had good luck with the uh, the Wesatch. The Wesatch is easier than oh. the bamboo. You but, actually kill the bamboo? Yeah, but it, you know, mowed it, and then when the sprouts came up, oh, they sprayed it with Remedy, yeah. and then half of them came up, a few more came up, and I sprayed it, and then eventually it was under control. All right. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a break. Can you hang on the porch with us and talk about Plant of the Weekend and sure. some other stuff in a second? All right, 210-308-8867. We'll come back and talk to Trace, but you can give us a call and be a part of the show and talk gardening with us, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road with breaking nursery news. Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics, low-spreading branches, looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the high it gets the more this plant likes it but it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers so it can look good and produce fruit well into december again in the 10 inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just 16.99 and laura bush petunias are back they're beautiful 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 and they're on sale at millburgers in the four and a half inch pot for just 2.99 all this at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and Boulevardy road Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. The retirement of Justice Anthony Kennedy from the Supreme Court gives President Trump and conservatives an opportunity to conform the court to what the Constitution says, not what unelected judges believe. The left is in a panic. It has used the court since the 1960s to reshape society and its image without having to rely on our elected representatives. Reaction to Kennedy's retirement and the prospect of a constitutional majority has inflamed the left. Some are calling for riots. Others are predicting a rollback in abortion on demand, a good thing since that was a made upright, and a diminishing of gay rights. President Obama once said the election is over, implying he won and the rest of us had to deal with it. If that was true in 2009 when he said it to John McCain, why isn't it true now? President Trump won an election and Republicans control the Senate and House. The answer is the left thinks it should control government as a right. The media will help the protesters, but Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has promised early hearings and a vote on the president's nominee. 
I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Were you just watching me sleep again? Boy, you are better than Cable, okay? In the movie Uncle Drew, Dax is a man on a mission. He's obsessed with winning the prestigious Rucker Park Street basketball tournament. But after losing his best players, he has to recruit a bevy of talented but very old guys to help him reach that goal. This basketball comedy does have an upbeat message about forgiveness and following one's dream, but it gets marred by some sleazy dialogue, a bare backside gag, foul language, and a baptism that's played for laughs. Certainly no slam dunk. So I'm giving Uncle Drew two and a half nothing but nets out of five for family friendliness. For more, be sure to go to PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your questions at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What you do with got lines open? We have a f- couple lines open. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so uh, call in quick with your gardening questions. We had a lot of tomato questions yesterday. No tomato questions today. Yeah. Uh, and Trace walked off. So we don't get to, he'll come back in a second. Up oh, here he comes. There he is. All right. 210-308-8867. So did you check the tomato availability? Yes. Let me go grab my order. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, okay. Was go there right. a lot? All right. He's, he's going to come back and tell us. But anyway, 210-308-8867. What you got over there? Uh, I was looking at... Uh, Neil Spears oh, talking about planting tomatoes up in uh, up in Dallas and and North Texas and uh, you gotta you gotta do that pretty soon up there because it, it gets colder up there and uh, then we and so uh, we can wait a little bit later down here about a month later and. Uh, so to start fooling with them, but uh, he's he's uh, he's recommending small or mid-sized varieties for fall tomato crops. He doesn't list the varieties. Uh, it says large fruiting types such as big boy, beefsteak, and I would say all the heirloom, all the. Well, I don't say all, but uh, the majority of the heirloom tomatoes, uh, because they're such a big fruit, uh, probably won't ripen in the fall because they really slow down when the cool temperature, the fall temperatures uh, turn cooler. So, uh, but uh, so the tomatoes are available now at the at the local nurseries. Especially here at Mailburgers. Uh, I think the tycoons are gone. But what? This, 
Well, those few, they're all sold six out. Packs, so. uh, oh, Tycoons are gone. All right, so uh, you ready for the list of what's I'm ready for come? the list. Of all right, coming. so it's small next week. Small quantities, but we're going to have some of each of these. So in a pepper, we're going to have Carolina Reaper. Oh man, quit selling that hot thing. People buy that. Of course. Tomatoes. We're going to have Celebrity, yeah. Large Red Cherry, yeah. 444, yeah. Juliet, Red Deuce, Roma, Ruby Crush, Sunbright, Dwarf Cherry Surprise, and Tycoon. All right. And They're going to have Ruby Crush, huh? We're going to, we're only, since it's so uh, so warm, we're only going to do four and a half inch pots. We're not going to do the six packs. Okay. Um, I think it'll benefit everybody. Oh, if yeah. The plants don't go under stress. And people can still step them up into, sure. into gallons. And, and on that note, he's got gallons, too. Oh, so that's a good idea. I'm going to have in gallons, again, small quantities, Jalapeno Grande. Oh, you mean the plants are already in the gallon? Yes, I thought sir. you were selling gallons. Well, I'm. Containers. This this grouping is all gallons. So jalapeno grande, celebrity, ruby crush, sunbright, dwarf cherry surprise, valley cat, and valley girl. Okay. All in limited numbers, gallon cans. And valley cat is nematode resistant so too. My assumption is this will show up Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. And y'all are open on Wednesday. Then my assumption they're going to show up on Tuesday because they're closed on Wednesday. So uh, let's let's shoot. Are for they the closed on Wednesday? Pretty sure it says it right here. All customers, we will be closed Wednesday, July fourth. Well, I'm proud of them. Usually they don't call close for anything. So my my guess then is I'm going to get delivered Tuesday. If they don't show up Tuesday, then they'll show up Thursday. Sure. There you go. But we are open. Yep, Bill Burgers is open on July 4th, so you can come on out here and enjoy yourself. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, we have a question. So we've been talking about the basket of fire. Uh, the hanging baskets, the second row? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. And, and the one this way. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought that. Other people here did not think that. Well, that's because you listened yesterday and Calvin didn't. Uh, how did you know it was Calvin? Because oh, Calvin now I said it. it uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're messing with you, Calvin. All right, so talk about, uh, we talked a little bit about baskets of fire, basket of fire, uh, exclusive to Millburgers, 2018. Uh, uh, Texas Superstar. Thank you. Texas Superstar, uh, ornamental and edible, uh, and uh, loves the heat, but will uh, still produce in the cold. Yeah. Uh, or chili, maybe, not so much cold. And you got about 10 seconds before the pepper kicks in. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Oh, yeah. It gives you a 10-second head start to, yeah, get right. to, the, to get to the milk or the butter. All right. So we've got those. And what do they sell for? I can't uh, they are $16.99 in both sizes. Oh, okay. Cool. And they are loaded with blooms. So uh, they're going to be very uh, with, with fruit. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're beautiful, in the, especially in the fall. We were talking earlier that they go great with pumpkins. And I, and I did buy uh, almost all of another Texas superstar for 2018. Oh. I didn't get them all, but almost. I came pretty close. All right. Basalmic basil. Actually, that was last year. Oh, we then, had that last year. Yeah, I remember that. there was an issue with seed. And um, so I think, I think he said it was brought back because of that for yeah. 2018. Very cool. Good. 
Yeah, that, that's a good basil to eat, and it's beautiful ornamental. Yeah, I remember we promoted that as a plant of the weekend last year. Yeah, and David was talking about uh, butterflies. Oh. Love it. And uh, birds even will go after the once it starts going to seed. They, yeah. They go after the seed. It's it's amazing to have, you know, the cardinals on the patio. You made some kind of comment that you don't have to pinch on it like you do regular basils. Right, don't have to pinch it back and make it uh, branch. Okay. Very cool. So that's here now or coming this week? That will be on that same truck. Okay, good. Um, so lots of great stuff coming here. And, again, you can call the nursery if you want to know if they have Iris is waving to you. At uh, 497-3760, 497-3760. Another exclusive is the Laura Bush Petunia. Yeah, the custom-grown for us. Thank you, Jerry. Um, <laughs> we've got the two colors, pink and what did you call the other one? Violet. Violet, violet Our, uh, yeah. Pink and violet. Uh, $2.99, and we've moved through quite a few, but uh, there's still plenty out there if you're interested in planting up your landscape. It's a wonderful petunia. Uh, one of the few that actually thrives when it gets hot. Hmm. Well, and it'll naturalize in your, lawn, in your yard, too. Yeah. Um, we planted, uh, originally in my landscape, we planted them in uh, raised beds, in, in uh, half whiskey barrels, just incidental to other plants like Mexican limes, yeah. and now they're they're everywhere. Well, we planted a, a grouping of them out in the, on the side by the fountain, so uh, we might even be able to collect some seed, maybe. Yeah. Well, you don't have to collect the seed. You just let it fall and come up. Well, I want more plants next year. Oh. Well, uh, wild seed farms. Uh, okay. Seed well, then we'll, let, we'll let them handle that then. Yeah. We'll yeah. just grow them to be don't, pretty. Don't, don't get into collecting seeds, trust right. me. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you all know this about Laura Bush Petunia, but it came it came out of the San Antonio program and uh, came off the Versa Farms where we do all of our tomatoes testing out there. And the interesting thing about it, uh, that was about uh, 15, 20 years ago. And... Uh, in that area where we selected Laura Bush, those things are still coming up in the plowed fields. Hmm. Huh. And so uh, it, it, it reseeds and reseeds for a long period of time. I tell the story that Greg Grant was uh, talking about that uh, they, had, they took up a sidewalk in East Texas that was, uh, uh, they knew it was 50 years old. And within within a week or two, there were volunteer uh, petunias. Huh. Seed uh, lasted that long. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Trace, you want to talk about the plant of the weekend? 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 All right. So there is still a few left of A, but uh, we'll, oh. go, we'll go to B first because that's okay. what I, I think. Yeah, let's focus on B. Uh, little Volcano Bush Clover. Go look so, it up online. You'll like a, it. Yeah, the picture online, it's amazing what this thing's going to look like in the fall. Uh, beautiful violet flowers. Mm-hmm. We're going to say violet because he's in the violet, apparently. He is. Uh, I'll say purple or lilac. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. Grows out in, in a conical look is what the, what the Internet shows. Uh, but this is a real pretty dainty leaf, kind of like a, maybe an acacia leaf. And the flowers come on the stems up and down. 
it is so cold tolerant that we never have to worry about it. It says negative <laughs> 10 degrees. Yeah, and if so, we do have to worry about it, we uh, got we, bigger we got problems. problems. <laughs> um, so uh, we, we should be good there. I'm afraid the deer will eat it. Since it's in Les Padilla, they don't have that on that tag. Sometimes they do. <laughs> right, he's looking for that. I encourage you to go look it up online and check out the picture because I think it's one of those. You compared it to um, had the look of the butterfly. The, from a distance, that picture looks like a butterfly bush, but the flumes are all up and down the stem. Yeah, and it's one of those plants that people are going to drive by your house and go, Wow, what is that? That is so cool. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's like what, a firework. That's what they'll do. They'll ooh and ah, and then they'll go, ooh, what is that? That looks great. I want and, one. And it's in the, <laughs> it's in the genus Lespedeza, which I grew up with a, a, a pasture grass called Lespedeza. Well, that, that is Lespedeza. And uh, I, I can't figure out why it's in the same family. I mean, same genus. genus. Yeah. It's Lespedeza, which is a grass. But I, I guess it's just a legume in that same family. Well, I counted eight this morning. Okay. And uh, so they're twenty four ninety nine. If you want to have something very unique in your landscape, uh, this definitely will be it. It'll be an eye catcher, I promise you. Look online. So here's a scoop if you want to come out and get them. And we have eight left. Yes, sir. All right, so you can come out and get one. It's, you're always welcome to do that. But if you want one and you can't come out today, call the nursery, 210-497-3760. I'm having trouble today. And um, they'll put one aside for you. Just tell them to put one aside, and uh, they'll do it. So you can come pick it up tomorrow or Tuesday or even, I guess, Wednesday. If you're off on Wednesday and you want to come pick it up, you could do that, too. Same with the... Uh, with the basket of fire or the uh, Laura Bush petunias, too. Actually, all the stuff we talk about, you can do that, but uh, we kind of focus on that when we're talking about plant of the weekend. You want to do A real quick? Do you yeah, have any was, left? Well, there was three. Okay, so, there's still three. Uh, Ooh, this is one you got to call it on. Uh, I have not seen this plant available in a long time. This is a ternaria, mm-hmm. a yellow buttercup is a common name for it. Beautiful yellow bloom, about the size of a quarter. Uh, should be a good perennial in a sunny situation. Okay. And uh, check that I one out. I thought you on only had three yesterday. That's what I just said I had. Oh, yeah, three? Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, we're going to get ready to get <laughs> folks caught up with the news. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in uh, just a moment and answer your, more of your gardening questions. So give us a call and be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Oh, by the way, uh, don't forget to go to Mill com to check out all the upcoming events and the other specials. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about those coming up in a second on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And you can be a part of the show. You just got to call us at 210-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And we'd love for you to come visit. Lots of folks out here. And uh, they're uh, all buying all kinds of different stuff as I look in their baskets as they wheel them by uh, our studios here on the porch. Uh, let's see, and different stuff. And Calvin, is that those are those aren't the same type of uh, uh, sunflowers as they had the week a few weeks before, are they? No, that's uh, a rubecchia. Oh, is it rubecchia? Okay. Yeah, but it's they're they're related, but uh, not. I've, I've they're gr- pretty. I've grown those, yeah, and generally they do well the the growing season that that they're in. But I've never had great luck with them coming back. Where's your the sunflowers that we were talking about before, they'll reseed and they'll come back year after year. All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, some other things that are on sale ah, here at the uh, nursery. Uh, Vinca's on sale. Uh, this, of course, you know Vinca's, the Texas superstar. Uh, we've got the red, the white, the rose, and, and the uh, pink color. And they're on sale in the four-inch pot for 88 cents each. Great price on blue plumbago in the one-gallon container, just 3.88. We talked about lantanas are on sale in the one-gallon. They're all in front of us, and there are a lot of. Uh, Calvin mentioned it yesterday. Great selection, and he was absolutely right. They're 4.88 in the one-gallon container. Uh, Mexican bird of paradise. This is, of course, a Texas superstar, and the three-gallon is just 19.88. Oh, sorry, I took. Looking out with them. Yeah, because it's blooming. Yeah, that it's blooming. Yeah, if you're driving around town, chances oh, are yeah. in just a few minutes you're going to see one. You know, no, they I bloom don't... right before it rains. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that's the other plant that's on sale. Oh, oh, okay. Do I remember right, Jerry? This is, uh, we talk about Esperanza and crepe myrtles uh, deadheading or taking the seed pods off. Right. But, but poinciana really doesn't have uh, that kind of an impact, does it? Because it's. Hey, it, I've done it with Poinciana, and uh, it seems it seems uh, that it doesn't have a fast recovery. That's what I'm looking to say. Oh, I was thinking that it yeah, doesn't have a more fast recovery, day length, and so so because I saw you know, there's a real nice bed of it in my neighborhood, and there lots of lots of seed pods. Uh, but it's also got lots of great blooms. Yeah. Um, so, so you wouldn't like on Esperanza and a crepe myrtle. You might see a quicker response to that deadheading. Yeah, I, I, I've I've been playing around with that, uh, but so far I haven't seen the quick response that we we see with uh, crepe myrtles and. You know, I, I deadheaded a crape myrtle uh, the other day. In fact, I went in there and deadheaded half of the half of the bushes and uh, left the other half mm-hmm. for an and, experiment. Yeah, for an experiment, and I was wanting to get cuttings off of this. This is a new crape myrtle we're mm-hmm. looking at, and uh, that stupid thing. Within a week or ten days, it was full of sprouts, which I needed for cuttings. But they were all full of blooms. Bloom. There were bloom spikes, or bloom sprouts. I guess you call it. Not as useful for cut, cutting. No, no. You don't want to bloom on a on a cutting mm-hmm. uh, when you make a cutting. But uh, uh, 
I mean, they responded very rapidly. And interesting enough, and this, I love this crepe myrtle. It's it's a new one we're working with. But uh, interesting enough, the one that I didn't deadhead bloomed not not as thickly as as it did when we cut them back, but it bloomed. Uh, at the same time that these one that uh-huh. I cut back was, and they, they, they didn't have the cutback ugliness uh, to, to deal with for that week or ten days. But uh, I, 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 I had never seen a quick response on on Pontiana. It looks these these you just. It looks like they're they're so easy to reach and everything. Yeah, and yeah. You're tempted just to. Cut the seed pods off. Uh, so this is in your neighborhood. Yeah. Well, just go ahead and cut the seed pods off and see if it responds, Kevin. Um, I would if it was a, a different neighbor than. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> just um, tell them we're doing an experiment. Yeah. Somebody uh, maybe maybe somebody out there can do an experiment that's yeah uh, into growing. Cut the cut the seed pods off. They look like beans. And uh, and leave the blooms, uh, and and see if see if they will rebloom by uh, by fall. Yeah, I don't, if you got six, five or six, do uh, a couple of them, uh, cutting them off, and leave a couple of them, and then uh, do like Jerry's doing and compare, see if it's uh, the response is faster, where you did uh, prune off the seed pods. Yeah. And they're, the the thing about it is they're a tropical plant, and they they respond to cool fall temperatures. In other words, they shut down when food, cool fall temperatures. Please, cool <laughs> fall temperatures come and shut them down. They're they're very beautiful right now, but oh, I think yeah. I'd rather have the cool fall temperatures. The hotter it is in the summer, the better they do. Uh, I I've noticed one. In my neighborhood, that's red, and uh, that thing is as red as it can be. It doesn't have as much yellow on it. You so, know, they have red and yellow. Yeah, and then some of them will be almost ye- all yellow too. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, that's true. And I don't know how to propagate it, I, I, uh, other than seed, which it doesn't seem to make much of. I'm watching it as I drive by it every mm-hmm. day, but uh, I've I've tried rooting cuttings of of plant of that plant, but I can't root any cuttings of it because mm-hmm. I guess it's a legume. Uh, we're talking about poinciana or Pride of Barbados. Yeah, really. But really I, I can't figure in out the how spotlight to, how right to propagate that red. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a few of those too. They are pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you you wonder if it what is a am I sure that that's a poinciana or is that <laughs> something else? Yeah, but uh, that it I've noticed it as far as from a distance. If it's all red, it's not nearly as showy and striking as it is your red and yellow. With a, with those two different colors in there, hmm. so that's uh, that's why the the yellow one hadn't hadn't been popular. You know, they 
the yellow one, I think, was on the market before the before the red and yellow color, yeah. was on. But uh, people have never taken to it like they can that. Because that that's San San Antonio colors, yeah. Fiesta colors. Well, and we've always, for twenty years, you know, I've described it as glow in the dark. Absolutely, colors. Absolutely, and it is. It's a bright yellow and orange. But anyway, uh, back to the tomatoes. Uh, if you plant them at this time of the year, and, and you want to get some of those that are coming in next week. And get an early jump on it. Um, even Neil Sperry re- recommends that uh, that we provide some temporary shade uh, when when we, when we put them out. Uh, he he, she, he said uh, provide each plant with temporary shade from a piece of cardboard folded and placed over it like a small tent. Uh, put stakes beneath it so it can't can't weigh down and crush the plant. Gradually remove it over a period of four to five days. He's talking about you know, a new transplant. But I think at this time of the year when it's 100 degrees, that uh, if I was going to do fall tomatoes, I would get them and I would pot them up in, in, in our con- gallon-sized containers like we talk about. And I would grow them in a uh, morning, morning sun, afternoon shade. Sheltered location. from the wind. Sheltered from the wind. And uh, and until they get bigger. And uh, like I said, even we've seen down south in uh, Campbellton, uh, we've seen tomatoes that are, that are in the shade of a tree and in, in the west from the western sun grew grew and survived twice as well as the ones in full sun all day and down the row i mean just down the row where, where the shade hits going down that row on the western sun they all survived where the shade wears full sun all day Lost uh, 80, 90 percent of them. Wow. Which usually you don't do at fall tomatoes if you've kept them well watered. You know, in other words, if they've had enough water. Hey, we got uh, Jim on the line at 210 8867. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, other than it being hot, just fine. Good. Hope you are in the shade, in the shade enjoying that watermelon. That sounds good. Uh, oh, that watermelon was good, and it was cold. Oh, man, it was cold. Did it have a lot of seeds in it? <laughs> no. It had, it had about maybe 30 seed per melon at most. Oh, okay. Small white ones. Hey, I got a, sw- swallowed I got a question them down. On a different, I got a question on a different kind of melon. I learned something new, I think. I want to confirm with you if I could while I was on hold. I picked up a uh, what I thought was a cantaloupe at the grocery store yesterday, chilling uh, in the fridge, in the, actually the ice chest. And I was going to cut today, but it says that cantaloupes are here are not true cantaloupes; they're muskmelons. Is that correct? That's another name for a cantaloupe, muskmelon. Same same thing. 
Okay. Yeah, well, this particular variety, because it was from the store, had the label on it, and I saw I Googled it, and it's forty fifty. But this talks about it's a commercial variety for U.S. But it talks about because it ships, but it says the they slip easily, so I shouldn't have a stem on it. But this one, I I just looked, wise and hold, it has a little green stem on it. So how do I know when this thing is at its peak? Number one, to continue to ripen once it's cut from the stem, because evidently this one was cut, or is it as good as it's going to get right now? It's good as it's going to get right now. If it's okay, it's, it's probably probably, probably you can smell it, and then that that's always an indicator. Yeah, we I think okay. we used to call them. Uh, if I remember right, when I was young in Minnesota, we called them muskmelon all the time. Yeah, right. And now you, the Yankee thing. Yeah, you now you. Well, maybe it's down here. I <laughs> I say muskmelon. Everybody looks at me funny. Yeah, that's right. They're yeah, cantaloupe. They're there. inclined to call it cantaloupe. Yeah, by this that's number a, on the sad. melon itself, it, this site, which all, all about melons, says this is called the Western muskmelon, and. Huh. Uh, but I was, I was just wondering because I never knew I grew cantaloupes years ago, and uh, I didn't remember if they ripen anymore after they were cut or harvested or, or if that's their, that's it. They stop ripening and should eat them right that's away. That's it. Yeah, watermelon and cantaloupe are, once they're taken off the vine, uh, they're, they're what they're going to be. Is that climacteric? Okay. Yeah. Well, Look at that cabin, but remember those old terms. I can't remember if the climacteric is the ones that ripen more or they don't ripen anymore. Uh, so I think that, that that's the term that d- describes the process. Don't be using terms that you don't know what they mean. <laughs> well, every once in a while, they just pop up, Jerry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and I hate, that, that, that I, I hate to waste thoughts like that, you know. Climateric okay. means I think they. Well, I, I don't know for sure. I guess so I'm going to say. Right. I guess we could. I didn't bring a term up, by the way. <laughs> hey, spell. I guess I'll sharpen C-L- up the knife and cut it up this afternoon, then. Okay, good deal. Thanks, Jim. Climate. Thank you, Mike. C L I M A C T R I C. Climacteric. That's the end of correct. Climacteric. All right, let's see what the definition is. Uh, I don't think this is the right thing. The first major, the critical period or event. Oh, no, I'm not getting the right stuff at all. (laughs) You're not getting any porn sites. Having extreme or far-reaching implications. No. All right. Oh, okay. According to Wikipedia... The time in most of a woman's life when the menstrual period stops permanently, a stage in fruit... Oh, but it didn't say what the stage is. A stage of fruit ripening. Okay. Stops? Is that what it said? Climateric is a stage of fruit ripening associated with increased ethylene production and a rise in cellular respiration. That's ripening. Okay. So it must continue to ripen. Apples, bananas, melons, apricots, and tomatoes, among others, are climateric fruit. Citrus, grapes, and strawberries are not climateric. They ripen without ethylene and respiration bursts. Okay. Did that help at all? Yeah. Okay, good. But climateric continues to ripen. Okay. And you mentioned melons. 
Yeah. It's Wikipedia, though. Dennis, do some research on this, will you? <laughs> Get back with us, please. All right. 210. He's already working on it. Yeah, I think I've got the email. Just I think it just came in. <laughs> uh, the uh, we we were talking about all these specials and and planting at this time of the year. Uh, we we got to remind people that uh, watering is uh, critical at this time of the year uh, to do it at the correct way. And the correct way is to uh, is to put your water right at the base of the of the newly planted plant. Uh, Neil Sperry uh, writes that, that nursery stock is grown in a very lightweight potting soil, uh, easier for the customer to handle, but it also and also cuts down dramatically on shipping expenses. However, when those plants are set out in the landscape, their root balls dry out in just a day or two at Texas summertime temperatures. Meanwhile, the established landscape plants around them are lush and vigorous. So that means when, when, uh, when you set, set a new plant out, Remember, you're watering it just like it was watered in the nursery, which is def- is daily, or at least every two days, uh, just like it was watered in the uh, in the nursery. And you're putting the water, directing the water right at the base of the of the plant. And so so often, that's why we tell everybody um, to uh, check check that. They kind of look at us funny. Uh, but that root ball, when those plants wilt, that root ball will be, it'll, they'll take, they'll examine it, and it'll be dry, really dried out. And so, it it takes sometimes it takes several years for that the roots the roots to go out into the regular soil. And those are especially those drought tolerant plants, hollies and viburnums. Yeah. They are not fast. To develop and once they're established, they're very, they're very drought tolerant. But it takes them a while to get to that point. And as Neil says, the only solution, as far as I'm concerned, is water new plants by hand. Use a long-handled washing watering wand uh, with either a water breaker or bubbler to break up the flow of the water, and soak deeply every couple of days. I think it's good advice. That's newly planted, newly established plant. Do that for the first year or two in your landscape. That's what people don't realize. It it takes a long time. For now, I think Calvin's mentioned in his article that uh, the a lot of these things like lantana and perennials and. Uh, some of the things we talk about planting in the summer have a fibrous root system in in, contra- in contrast to trees and shrubs, and so they they get established faster than one or two years. Then you also with those uh, those plants like lantanas and salvias, you you uh, they warn you. And uh, you, it's not a lost cause when you get a little wilting. They they can right. respond. Some of some of our other plants, uh, 
you know, Hollies, you, you want to watch them kind of close and by Burnham's because if they start that that decline, well, like if you're on vacation or something, and then you can they can go beyond the point uh, of uh, bringing them back. Well, well, they lose all their leaves, and they don't re- re- revitalize those leaves. They just fall off, yeah. and then they, you have to wait till next spring growth if they live through it. Yeah, and uh, so sprinkler. The sprinkler uh, puts out enough water for your lawn, but they right. they generally are, the water does not penetrate into the root ball of uh, newly planted trees and shrubs. So again, I, I think they're making that that donut deal around them with a uh, with mulch or or soil or whatever that that'll hold hold the water and let it soak in. Yeah, that, that's good because it. Uh, Gives you an indication of how much water. If you if you fill that donut, you're you're generally going to fill that uh, root ball too, and so that is a good idea. We're talking about the shape of the 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 uh, berm or the uh, uh, the the raised area around the around the tree. The mulch that you just planted. The mulch covers the root ball. It doesn't. It's not up against the trunk. It's right. got kind of a, that donut indentation, so that you can put the water in there, fill that root ball, that fill that donut up, and that's a good, good indication of the. That's how much water is required every time you water. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Elton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardie Road with breaking nursery news. Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas Superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas Superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics. Low-spreading branches looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the hotter it gets, the more this plant likes it. But it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers, so it can look good and produce fruit well into December. Again, in the 10-inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just $16.99. And Laura Bush petunias are back. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $2.99. All this at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask as this. Paging Dr. Furrytail, Dr. Furrytail, you're wanted in the East Attic. Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. Uh, which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... 
And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy. Homeowners, you know all too well. In San Antonio, we get damaging hail. That hail can wreck not only your roof, but other parts of your home. Did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Higgendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hegendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985. And the incredible results speak for themselves. But check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see miraculous transformations and read testimonials of happy customers. So if your deck, fence, or patio is damaged by hail, call Deck and Patio Patio Care right now at 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, now back at the station with that patriotic music on this 4th of July. I don't know how this became a 4th of July weekend, but it did. (laughs) It's a three-day weekend. So if you're out there roaming around uh, and furniture is in your uh, eyesight and you're thinking about uh, redecorating your home, I'm going to encourage you to go by and visit one of Furniture Now. It's two locations right here in San Antonio. They're nice and conveniently located. And uh, if you go to FurnitureNow.com, you can sit in the comfort of your own home and find some great items. They sell living room furniture, dining room furniture, bedroom furniture, uh, names like Ashley, Simmons. Uh, there is even office furniture, decorative pillows. Outdoor by Ashley, is uh, they sell that as well. So check out Furniture Now. And here's one of the things uh, that the Cobins have uh, put in place because they know it's something that concerns people that are buying furniture. And that is a return policy. So if you, uh, let's say you buy something and you get it home and it just didn't match what you thought it was or it's a, a little bigger than you thought it was going to be, you can return it. In 14 days, in new condition, no questions asked, no hassle, no uh, restocking fee. It doesn't apply to some things, so you need to check with your salesperson about this. But uh, it doesn't apply, for instance, to mattresses, which you might not expect it to. Uh, it has to be in new condition, uh, but it's something that people worry about. They want that assurance that when they uh, uh, buy it, they uh, if something doesn't go right, they can return it. Well. The folks over at Furniture Now have taken care of that. They've been doing this for 100 years over there. 100 years? Uh-huh. That's right, 100 years. Right, right after the Alamo, <laughs> wasn't it? No. it got to go all the way to World War One now, oh, okay. uh, which really is quite amazing when you think about it. Oh, all right. Yeah. So anyway, Furniture Now has two locations. Uh, their new location, at 1604 and Lookout Road, right next to Burlington Code Factory, or just Burlington. And their uh, location, uh, their first location in San Antonio, which is at Evers and Loop 410. So uh, go check them out or go to FurnitureNow.com, and you can do some shopping online uh, with that no-hassle uh, promise. So if you, if you buy it online, 
they'll they'll take it back. 14 days, new condition. So check them out for the, uh, you know, some exceptions. Check them out for that, but I think you'll be very happy. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free 866-308-8867. One of the main things that encourage people to have a fall garden is, other than uh, our talking about them all the time. Mm-hmm. I was glad to hear that Ruby Crush is uh, yeah coming going to be available because that that thing did really good this spring and and uh, is one of those uh, fast maturing tomatoes that uh, that does well in the fall as well. Probably fa- and some people said the Ruby Crush was better than uh, the taste better to them than did uh, nine sixty eight. Yeah, we did have people that said that. So, uh, but anyway, my, one of the things we censored them, didn't we? Yeah, yes. yeah. We, <laughs> we we didn't mention it, but once. Uh, but one of the things that caused people that to have a fall garden is a is an invasion of spider mites. At this time of the year, when the temperatures are as hot as they are. Uh, the the spider mite population doubles every three days, two to three days. So, and you can have you can have millions of them uh, on the bottom of leaves and everything else. The symptoms on the leaves is that uh, they have a characteristic tan mottling, tiny light green colored specks on the leaves. Uh, and the leaves look like they've got a disease, or and they start from the bottom up. They kind of fade. They look faded. Yeah, to uh, me. yeah. dusty. Yeah, uh, called dusty. Uh, then the leaves become almost solid white. Now, when they turn solid red white, you you definitely have to do. Something. Sometimes you can't see if they're solid white because the webs are. So there bad. you go. Leaves begin to turn brown and crisp. Uh, uh, very fine web- webbing may be visible on the leaf axis where the leaves attach to the stem. Is the leaf axis, and the plant dies as mite infection spreads to adjacent plants, and that's the key. So, uh, usually, they start on one plant, and uh, it may be in the middle of the row, maybe on the southwest corner of the row. Uh, blow, they blow in. They they move on the wind, and uh, so they can start anywhere. But when you learn to then when uh, and that plant, your other plants are green and nice and lush, and that one plant in the middle has uh, got it looks like a disease. It looks like it got disease. It yellows out. Uh, where the rest of them are green and still growing and setting fruit. So uh, what you want to do, which is hard for some people to do, uh, I guess for all people to do, is when you see that yellowing, sickly-looking plant in the middle of your other green, nice plants, uh, you can you should pull those out and destroy, uh, get rid of those rather than letting them get to such a heavy population that they spread to the other tomatoes. So you sacrifice that that one plant 
or uh, or maybe a couple of plants to save the entire crop. And what we're looking for is the delaying the spider mite attack and the development. And that, you know, if you, an extra two weeks, three weeks, four weeks on your spring tomato crop really makes a big difference in production. And uh, uh, so it's worth it, worth it if you can identify the development of spider mites to, to pull those infected plants out of there. Yeah. And then the other thing we've talked about is when you pull your plants and they got spider mites, be careful with the, the plants. You uh, want to put them, the best thing is probably put them in a garbage sack carefully. Don't be banging them around and Don't spread shaking them. them all. Yeah, shaking at all the, those uh, spider mites. The same spider mites will be sitting there look, getting on your new plants <laughs> if you're not careful. And you, it's also good to rake up any leaves that fall off, all the, all the dead or damaged leaves that fall off. Rake it up with a... And it's with a with a with a yard rake. And it's advisable, I mean, to have the weeds around the you know, you, you don't want yeah, a thick yeah. area around the yeah. edge of the garden or, or when an air you know, maybe you've pulled the the green bean plants a long time right. ago, but they you've let some weeds grow in there. It's best even if you just string more down right. so that you don't have places where they can hide. But it's it's better to like you say when you when you like, let's say you still got your green bean plants in there, uh, you can't you can't bear to pull them up and you think you might get one more crop. Generally on those pole beans. Right, what you see? I was looking at uh, see that that blue. There's a the big porterweed. Bum- yeah, porterweed. Yeah, the, yeah, the a big bumblebee. On that's there. a that's a. Really a testimony to the fact that they're pollinator oh, friendly. Yeah. <laughs> all all but, of those native bees find them. But anyway, uh, you've got your beans in there and you've left them and they're brown and they're not being productive and whatever. Those are some that you need to pull up as well as the because if you've got beans in a spider mite infested garden, uh, the, they they're gonna be on those bean plants too, hmm. and like Calvin mentioned, the grass. Uh, when when you pull pull the grass up, uh, as well as uh, pull the beans up and put it in the garbage bag. Got James on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just great. It's finally starting to heat up a little bit over here. Is that right? Yeah, we're going to, thinking about putting some uh, flea and tick powder on the catfish. We're getting pretty, pretty warm over here. <laughs> well, we've done our best to send you all our hot weather. But yeah. Uh, I, I hope sure you appreciate, appreciate it. That. Yes, sir. I called with a question for the the doctors and, and uh, experts. Uh, well, hey, how come the okra's not taking off this year? Is it just... Me or is it I, I would, uh, I may imagine you. What, what what kind of okra is it? Oh, it's some kind of hybrid we were going to try this year, and I sure oh, won't okay. do that again. <laughs> well, it, it, it may have to get to a certain height to before it'll before it'll actually start making okra. 
Well, I, that, yeah, that's the neat thing about uh, uh, Oscar Okra is that, uh, oh, by the way, I, I looked through Plant Answers. I, we've never written an article on completely about Oscar Okra. Huh. You mentioned it several times in your articles. But uh, anyway, uh, that, that's the neat thing about Oscar Okra. It starts producing uh, fruit very low. And, uh, so you would recommend, Jerry, would you recommend that over the Clemson Spineless? The Oscar? He's thinking. But it, uh, I, it's just a different kind of okra. It's just a different kind of okra. I mean, okay. uh, that, that's a smooth, Oscar is a smooth Louisiana velvet type uh, okra. Oh, Okay. And whereas Clemson Spineless has those spines on there. Now, if you're doing gumbo in Louisiana, that's why they call it Louisiana, uh, Louisiana uh, Green Velvet, is uh, they like to use that uh, uh, smooth, smooth okra. You, you notice you never see uh, ribbed okra in gumbo. Right, Milton? No, it, sure. it's pretty slick, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, a slick ochre, and that's Louisiana green velvet. Oh, okay. But, uh, I got it. But they they both they're both about equally as productive. Okay, that's good news. I got another question uh, about ochre. I was talking to a gal from Billy, and her um, daddy grew, uh, and she still got some seeds for it. Uh, an ochre looked like a a cow horn, but it was red. Have you ever? Seen anything like that before? Yes, yes. Uh, it's called Longhorn. Longhorn it, okra. Cool. It's red. Yeah. Well, she's got I, the forty-year-old. I've, I've, I've seen a red variation of that, but uh, yeah, it, it, that, that's what they call it. they call it Longhorn okra because it, it, it's got a it grows it, it curls as I remember. Well, it's just uh, like that uh, that cow horn. You know, it can get pretty long, and you can still cut it with a butter knife, man. It's right. Uh, yeah, right. Um, well, that, that's a pretty good okra, but that that has that has a, a big vine, big plant, like yeah, like, we grew uh, some. Back, back's uh, big, but like yeah, back's we, big. Some cow horn we had to cut down with a chainsaw. Okay, there one more you go about that. She uh, she said that seed probably forty years old. The old man put it up and then he passed away. Is is it worth trying to germinate that stuff? Yeah, you should have ten per, at least ten percent germination on it. Yeah, uh, oh, soak well. the seed, right? Yeah, okay, soak well, the but, seed. Yeah, try to get it going. Anyway, and, I, I've and, seen the and big when you stuff. when you get the when you get the when, go ahead and float the seed when you uh-huh. get the seed. Uh, put it in a in a bucket, or depending on how much seed you got, and all that that floats, throw it away, or or you can plant it to see if any comes up. But chances are the the stuff that goes to the bottom will be your best seed. Yeah, that's what we do with the Monterey Oak uh, acre. Right, right, right. Well, she said that old man was so frugal that he wouldn't let anybody waste any water on anything you couldn't eat. So uh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, it must be good stuff, man. Yeah, there you go. I, I would, right. I would just try some of that seed. 
Okay, we'll do it. Thanks. Thanks, man. All right, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road with breaking nursery news. Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas Superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas Superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics. Low-spreading branches looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the hotter it gets, the more this plant likes it. But it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers, so it can look good and produce fruit well into December. Again, in the 10-inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just $16.99. And Laura Bush petunias are back. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $2.99. All this at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. The retirement of Justice Anthony Kennedy from the Supreme Court gives President Trump and conservatives an opportunity to conform the court to what the Constitution says, not what unelected judges believe. The left is in a panic. It has used the court since the 1960s to reshape society and its image without having to rely on our elected representatives. Reaction to Kennedy's retirement and the prospect of a constitutional majority has inflamed the left. Some are calling for riots. Others are predicting a rollback in abortion on demand a good thing since that was a made-up right, and a diminishing of gay rights. President Obama once said the election is over, implying he won and the rest of us had to deal with it. If that was true in 2009 when he said it to John McCain, why isn't it true now? President Trump won an election and Republicans control the Senate and House. The answer is the left thinks it should control government as a right. The media will help the protesters, but Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has promised early hearings and a vote on the president's nominee. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Message and data rates may apply. Texting enrolls for recurring text messages. Nice game. Man, you're really playing hard today. Yeah, shows what a great night's sleep will do. You know, since I started using Z-Quiet for my snoring, there's no more waking up getting elbowed and no more moving to the couch in the middle of the night. You know, for the first time in years, the snoring's gone, and my wife and I both wake up feeling great. It's amazing, so easy to use, and it worked the very first night. I'm Dan Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. For years, I was off my game due to snoring. My wife Trina and I were desperate for a solution, and we found it with Z-Quiet. There's nothing better than waking up feeling rested, happy, and best of all, in the same bed. So if you're ready to score extra points in the bedroom, get Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women, and right now you can try it risk-free for a full 30 days for just $9.95. Just text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP. 
800-242-246810 or go to getzquiet.com. Have you ever wondered who pest control companies call when they have a problem? Well, they call Spider-Man Pest Control in San Antonio. Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control is recognized nationally as well as locally. He's been helping some homeowners, businesses, and other pest control companies solve their pest problems since 1976. No matter what's your problem, Spider-Man can help you. Call Spider-Man today at 656-3721 to give your home a web of protection. 656-3721 for Spider-Man. Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Nice job today, Al, on those uh, patriotic tunes. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. If I don't die over here, <laughs> you'll be okay. <clears throat> I got choked on some of my water. Went down the wrong way. Went down the wrong way. Uh, we got a question in from Cleburne, big town of Cleburne, Texas. Said, will Scavola withstand temperatures in excess of 95? Uh, and far as answers them back, Brian, there's no reason why they, they wouldn't if you don't let them dry out. Now, I've got a, I think Scavola. Is a is a Texas superstar. Okay. I think it is. Way back. I mean you it's look a, it up. Whoa. Uh, but I never have been a big fan of Scavola because it uh Can you take them over it, there? It 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 it, it, uh, it does well in the uh, does well in in containers, but it doesn't do well in a, in the soil in the landscape. But uh, it's spectacular in containers, and uh, we'll definitely do we'll definitely do well in in the, in the summer. Uh, again, it, the best possible best possible growing location is uh, morning sun, afternoon shade. But I guess you can't put everything. I've have seen it in. What is it, Terry? Scavola. Scavola. We're talking about Scavola, and uh, somebody asked if it, if it would withstand temperatures of 95. I think there's It some... sounds like something you eat at an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like I said a minute, I think, I think years ago, uh, your buddy Steve George made it a Texas superstar. Did he? But uh, I've never. I remember uh, right. My uh, buddy Steve George does not talk to me anymore. What? He doesn't. He doesn't talk to me. Hey, I said something. I, I I guess he took it as negative about Chinese pesticides. There you go. You remember that, do you? Hell yeah. That was only twenty years ago, Cal. Yeah. <laughs> that forgive and forget business. He was a little sen- little sensitive about that. I think I just asked the question: Why does in a 
heavy soil, does Chinese pistache have such a strange colored leaf? And, you know, it's just one of the characteristics. No, of you said it dies in a No, I didn't say it dies. Because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I grow it. Uh, but it's got, uh, <laughs> it's got a, uh, the leaf looks like a, almost like a herbicide damage. And uh, it was yeah. heavy soils, oh. but it grows, grows right through it if you get used to it. It's not an issue. But... Uh, he that's not like the it. way I remember the story. Man. Well, that's that's probably why Steve is not talking. Uh, Jerry related the story incorrectly. So is it also called the New Wonder Fan Flower? That's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's on the uh, Texas Superstar PDF. Spreading tender perennial, offers fan-shaped lilac mauve flowers from spring to fall. That's it. All right. Uh, wonder flower. Yeah, yeah. It's a wonder. You wonder why it won't grow in the soil. That's what you want. Oh, let's see. Uh, thrives best in zones nine. Can be evergreen in mild climates. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Speaking speaking of uh, growing well in the soil, have, have y'all been keeping an eye on those whopper begonias mm-hmm. out there? Huh? They look nice. Oh man, uh, you know, you think of whopper as a vining type of thing. But the way they've got them there, I don't think they're pruning them back. But they've made a uniform. really uniform, compact bed out there. Yeah. Huh. I'll go look back. From now, the one uh, I'm starting to see some, uh, they've got a real stiff branching. So if you've got opossums or, or, West, <laughs> or West Highland Terriers chasing right. opossums through the... <laughs> Through the bad now, we, don't, we don't make them. Uh, we don't yeah. make guarantees that, that they're possum proof. That's right. Or, or wild you get, you get breaker. But the other the other thing is that possum proof. It's my this is my day for. <laughs> I told you so. Judy says, well, if you cut them back earlier before they get so large, you let them get so large. If you just keep cutting them back a little bit, then they wouldn't be so susceptible to that breakage. Hey, we've got Bill on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Bill. How can we help you today? Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. I'm, I've uh, got an office in Midland, and I have a, an ice machine that discharges quite a bit of water. I live in San Antonio, so I'm not really familiar with what would grow well in those circumstances, but it gets hotter there and colder. But this would be wet year-round. And I, I, I was looking, trying to find a tree that might live in that uh, situation. Um, I, I know a bald cypress might, might do it, but I was kind of worried about how cold it gets there. Uh, I was wondering if y'all had any suggestions, David. So, let's see. we got to... I would not use bald cypress. If I wanted to use cypress, I'd use a... Montezuma Cypress. Is it going to be is it okay. going to be okay in Midland? The cold? I don't know about cold. Uh, I, I think it. I think it might be cold tender. Yeah, a little bit cold. Uh, what what, are the, what do they grow for? So so t- you got an ice machine. Is it drain outside then? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you got a wet kind of a wet spot. Now if you right. if you didn't plant directly in the wet spot. The, the tree the tree would make use of it but what do you got for oaks and other 
up there, Midland? Um, Do you know? Yeah, if there's a tree, there's there's four or five people underneath it uh, trying to get shade. A, a tree out there is an unusual thing. It's they uh, it, it's that's why I called. It's it's uh, I, I'm not quite sure what what could grow where it's wet all the time, but very hot in the summer and cold in the winter. So. See, Odessa Midlands out there, West Texas. Um, how far is hey. it away from the building? Wait. I, I, far... I put the... Hello? Do what? Are you still there, Bill? Yep, I think we lost you. Oh, yeah, there we got you. How, how far is it away from a building? Uh, uh, I think we're we're losing you, Bill, with that cell phone connection. I apologize. Yeah. Well, and I th- I think the key there is just to find a well-adapted tree uh, for the, for Odessa Midland, and uh, and I wouldn't plant it right in the the wettest spot, but it, it seems like it should yeah. be would able you, to utilize the wet. And would you call the county agent, maybe? Yeah, yeah that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, yeah, I think that may be better than asking us. Uh, uh, I I would try a Monterey oak out there, Mexican white oak, maybe. That, that that's a more upright tree. And there's yeah, and there's got to be if 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 it's not a Monterey oak, there's got to be some oaks that prosper yeah, out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. You take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hank is on the line. Hi there, Hank. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good. Hurry off. Good. What's going on? I have a question. What's the best perennial flower for around the base of trees, you know, in a bed around a shrub or around a tree? It'll stand this heat. Something you don't have to keep replanting. It'll come back. Is it in the shade? Are you talking about in the shade? Full sun, or? No, full sun. But how, if it's, how can it be in the... Around a tree, how can it be in full sun? Is well, it... it's high. It has a high canopy, so it still gets sun. It still oh. gets sun. They're fruit trees. I, now I, we have. Uh, I would use Ruralia. Huh? It's a little. It's a tall, short plant. Mexican dwarf Mexican petunia. And I don't have to replant it all the time. No, 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 no. Spring. Something. And it's ever it's evergreen. We have it. I've Do you have a story? We have it. I've mowed it down. It's died because of the drought. And you mean it's Milton resistant? It is Milton resistant. Yes. All right. Uh-oh. And, okay. you can and get, it's pretty when it blooms. It's really pretty. Yeah, you can get the blue, uh, blue flower or a pink uh-huh. flower or a white flower. Right. And how about, um, it, I thought a high enough canopy on the fruit trees. And how about a Henry Duelberg salvia? Well, if it's got full sun, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they they prosper in full sun. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you think it's full sun, they could do a... But how about a Victoria blue? That's more disciplined uh, growing Vic- salvia. Victoria, Victoria blue salvia? Yeah. Oh, and that, okay. That would, that's not... Not quite as overwhelming. I know Harry Dubler is a good one. 
Uh-huh. But the, 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 look at the Victoria, too. It's a real disciplined grower. Not oh, as aggressive okay. as, as the Dooberg. Okay. And then what what he was talking, Trace was talking about the plant of the weekend. It was a shrub, cousin to a butterfly bush. It looks but like one. It's it, not a cousin to. Oh, what did he call it again? It was they, little he, volcano. Do you have the tech the tag mm-hmm. still up there? Little volcano. Um, it's the clover. Yeah. Volcano. Oh, sure. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let me, I Googled it, so I think it's still in my Google history, and I'll tell you what it is. But it's pretty. You should uh, you should take a look. I know you like kind of have fun with our plants of the weekends. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. It is Little Volcano Bush Clover. Bush Clover? Oh, okay. Yeah. Something full sun? Yes. And bulletproof? Has to be bulletproof. <laughs> Yeah, we, well, it's a bit. Of, I don't think we know enough about. Yeah, this. I think it's a little new to. It's an uh-huh. experimental leaf bulletproof. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. You okay. Y'all right. have a good fourth. Bye-bye. You have a good fourth too. I want to take a second to wish all our listeners a good fourth as we begin to wrap up today. Be safe over the holidays. Celebrate the uh, independence of our country and this great nation uh, with your family. We uh, Millburgers is going to be open that day, so if you want to celebrate by doing a little shopping, you can do that too. Uh, on behalf of the docs, uh, thanks to Al back at the station doing a great job. Uh, and, of course, uh, thanks to you for listening. Go to MillburgerNursery.com for more information on our uh, exclusive plants. And uh, we'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.